0: I click my zoom window. I mean, I click my Skype window and I'm on zoom now It's so fun being in the internet and not like (laughs) in an actual studio with people. I love it Welcome back again To happy backstage Bateman's not here. We're all gonna be nice to each other I'm not gonna brag about some fake theory. I have of a question. I'm never gonna miss and the thousands of questions I'll get right and be undefeated all season it's gonna be a great time. We have Jen Kemp, the Mean Queen, joining us in about a half an hour right now. But guys, you read the title. Did we clickbait you? Did it work? Did we get you in here like we're like screen Rant or something like that, hiding all the Easter eggs of the wheel? Dwayne, we gotta get like the red arrows pointing to the wheel in our thumbnail whenever we get a thumbnail for this, so I'm super excited to do that. But let's talk about these matches now I don't know if I have the we'll start with the Christina Christy V versus Claudia Dolph match I believe that was the Wednesday match I was reviewing them over uh, last night and I don't know if I got the order right but I think Christy V was the Patreon match versus Claudia Dolph so we start out and it's a tough round one for both of them I believe it's five to three at the end of round one tough questions you know what you just miss sometimes but round two is where it gets interesting. Christie spins first. She spins disaster films, spins away from it, lands on disaster films again, and she goes for it. She has to go for it. Gets six out of eight. Now the interesting part, and it, I don't want to spoil and say that it cost her the match because you know, hindsight is twenty-twenty. but they ask what Game of Thrones star stars in Pompeii. And she's like, I think I know it, but let me go multiple choice. And she gets it, but it did cost her a point, And that point comes in big time because Claudia Dolph spins Paul Newman, which I believe is the first time Paul Newman has ever been spun. And the last time we saw Claudia Dolph, I believe was against Warfather. Dwayne, correct me if I'm wrong or check. Check, correct me if I'm wrong about that. Now she didn't win against Warfather, but she did have the most impressive round two I have legitimately ever seen from a competitor. I remember watching this match, and I, t- I went back and timed it. I think her round two lasts under a minute, and that's including the questions being asked. She got musicals, and she answered all four questions within seconds. I'm pretty sure it was like, A 48-second round two from Claudia Dolph. It was insane. So when she confidently kept Paul Newman, it was either who will slice or she just knows her Hollywood icons. Now, of course, the best question was asked first, in what Pixar franchise does he voice Doc? I mean, come on. That's the best question ever. But she gets seven out of eight, only going to multiple choice once. Uh, So we have a one-point game going into round three. So Claudia is up first, misses her two, misses her three, and then nails her five-pointer to go up by four. That's huge, huge to get your five-pointer if that's the only question you're going to get because it forces Christy to at least answer either two questions or just her five. So Christy misses her two, so her three is just for show. Warm up, let's get this answer right to go into our five misses her three, uses all her repeats on her five. And I can't remember what her five was, but it was a tough one for sure. It was a tough five for sure. And she misses it and Claudia gets the win. Now it wasn't, it wasn't all these perfect games that we've been having, but this was a knockdown dragout drag out fight. Like we've had some, some boxing matches, you know, some, this was a bar fight and I loved it. I love these matches just as much as a perfect match. And honestly, a little bit more. I love to see when the chips are down, when people are missing questions in round one, seeing both of these ladies pick themselves back up and kill it in round two to go to round three. Both of them could have given up. Both of them could have thrown in the towel and been like, I, this is, it's just not my day. And we've seen competitors do that where it's just you mentally check out, you get in your own head, and it's tough. It's tough when you've been waiting all season to play and, you know, maybe you haven't had a, had a match yet. You know, I think this is Claudia's first match of the season and just like yo, getting three points, like she could have given up and she didn't. She stayed in and she got this huge win for Corruption. Now, I don't know where that puts. Let me bring up the team standings. Let me bring up Schmodown team standings. Where does that that puts corruption in third place with 32 points? So that was a big win because now they are tied with the quirky mercs in third place for 32. And the den is right behind them with 31, baby. Uh dungeon with 47 still in the lead, followed by the Finn Stock Exchange. It's crazy to see the records of these teams that the quirky mercs are nine and eleven and are tied for third place. That's the difference of this season is these belt matches. These belt matches, Andrew DeMolanta winning the belt and then defending it. 15 points right there, half their points right there. So crazy. I love that. I love the belts that are worth seven and then eight points for defense. So great. So our second match is clee versus Brittany Young. Now Klee just had a very impressive win over Sabrina Ramirez knocking her out going perfect in round two with those Harrison Ford questions and then stealing both of uh, like all three of Sabrina's Star Trek misses and just not even giving her a chance to make it to round three. So a very impressive win by Klee, but Brittany young is also coming off her own TKO of Jericho. She's no slouch whatsoever. Barely lost to Jader in her opening season seven match back when we were in studios yes you, you guys remember studios do you guys remember studios oh man good times we got some studio matches coming up for collision i'll plug that in a little bit but Brittany young comes out and goes perfect in round one all nine points not missing Clea, i believe gets six go yep britney goes up by three so it is six to nine nice and then Klee gets opponent's choice. Now that is the story. Klee getting opponent's choice. Brittany gives her John Hughes. Klee doesn't miss. No, sorry. Brittany gets John Hughes, but Klee, uh, Klee gets opponent's choice. I think Brittany gave her two thousands. Brittany gave her two thousands. Clee had to go to multiple choice twice, but still gets six points. Still gets six points on opponent's choice that's what you love to see from somebody is getting opponent's choice and not blinking. Khle is playing out of her mind right now. but Brittany spins twice and gets John Hughes. you know, like let me take John Hughes here and doesn't even hesitate. I clock I talked about Claudia Dolph's round two. This was almost as impressive with just like yeah John Hughes boom boom boom, boom, boom boom done that was that four snaps was that five I can't even remember. Who knows? But just blows through John Hughes. So, so be 12. So it's 17 to 12 going into round number three. Clee's got to get some questions right. Doesn't get the questions that she needs. Doesn't get that five pointer that she needs to go ahead and keep herself in the game. And Brittany Young TKOs Clee Wiggins with a perfect game. Brittany versus Jericho. Oh, wasn't it TKO Ratson? Uh, I apologize. I thought it was a TKO. I very well could be mistaken. That was a while ago, and time is a construct in a flat circle. But Brittany Young getting a TKO versus Clee Wiggins, a very strong opponent, is incredible. I can't wait to see who Brittany Young plays next. And what have we decided? of what to call a TKO or a KO without a miss. Are we calling that a perfect game? I don't, I don't let me know in the chat what you guys call that because she didn't miss a question, but in my personal opinion, I always think of a perfect game where you have to answer your five perfect game. And it's all nine innings. You know, if you get, if you get pulled in the seventh or if the team taps out, it's not a perfect game. I don't know what we're calling that a no hitter. Would that be it? I don't know. And that's not taking anything away from Brittany. If you answer all your questions right and your opponent doesn't push you to answer your five, that's not your fault. I just don't know if we if we call it a perfect game. I'm down to call it a perfect game because she didn't miss a question, never even went to multiple choice, just blew through this game. And she's a professional, and I cannot wait to see who she plays next, guys. We all know the deal. We all run by Streamlabs and Schmobots. So this is what I want to see. I want to hear, who do you want to see Brittany Young play next? Could it be Claudia Dolph? Who else is out there that you would see want to play Brittany Young after this perfect game, no-hitter, shutout, whatever you want to call it, performance? Frankie had a good name for both. Ah, dang it. I I haven't caught up on the rundown camera. They, they do rundown every week, so I don't know what he called it. Let me know in the chat, guys, or let me know in Streamlabs. Streamlabs.com slash the Schmodown. Send in your uh, Streamlabs, send in your smobots. We've got Jen Kemp coming in in about 20 minutes to join me to talk about her team's match, but we've got one more match to cover before we get to her, and this was a big one. This was Mark Riley versus Liz Shannon Miller. Now, Mark Riley's a former champ, He's been there. He's done the damn thing. Liz Shannon Miller is, I would say, up there with like Lon Harris with the best player without a belt. She's beaten. She's taken down Bibbs. She's taken so many opponents to the wire. She's beat me this year. Not that that's much of an accomplishment. But Brittany versus Del Rio? Oh, that would be good, Jeremiah. My My draft pick. Brittany versus Del Rio, that'd be a good match. Two very underrated Schmodown players going up against each other. I like that. I like Brittany versus Del Rio quite a bit. Let's make that happen, guys. So Mark Riley definitely comes into this match as an underdog. I know he's been busy with GPA. Liz has been, you know, in the spotlight quite a bit with a lot of lightning time victories. Uh, And I believe... She won a singles match this year. Am I wrong, guys? I'm so sorry <laughs> could suggest a, a Bibiani? I mean, why not? Um but she comes in as definitely the clear favorite and for good reason, Liz is having a a great year. Now the match goes back and forth. Liz misses one question in round one and that's the that's the scary thing is that nowadays, missing a round one question could cost you. And that's how it, it's so tough to be. Okay, it's round one. It's over. We're moving on. But man, we've seen so many matches this year. That was the deciding factor in every division. In Star Wars, we've seen it. In Air Geekdom, we've seen it. And in singles and teams, we just saw it in the team's match with Rushmore. We just saw it. So that's the crazy part. Oh, she did she did lose to Roka. That that was a tough match, but still still played well against Roka. The no-hitter is I love it. Oh, let's make let's make make it so. Oh, I love Star Wars. Um, but going into this match, gets so it's nine to seven. Liz goes first and spins Star Trek. Now remember. They got that Star Trek steal against Deception. She spins Star Trek and just blows it out of the water. And that's the thing. In old, you know, when like season three, season four, even sometimes season five and six, when you get Spinner's Choice or when you just land on your wheel slice, you're like, oh, let's do it. You know, getting six to eight points is acceptable. Nowadays, when you get your wheel slice, it is expected of you to get eight points. You should never go to multiple choice. It is just like game over, eight points out the bag. Let's move on to the next opponent or let's move on uh, to round three. No, you're right. It is Stargate. That's my bad, guys. Stargate's not inner geekdom. I apologize with my my favorite director, uh, Roland Emmerich. Oh, pain. But gets eight points and then Mark Riley spins opponents Choice again, opponent's choice. Liz gives him dance. Now Liz has gotten dance quite a few times. I believe she's gotten it in two out of three of her team's matches, and then she gets it for opponent's choice. I didn't forget. I'm. We got Jen Kemp coming in to talk about the pop quiz match, right? So don't worry. I got, I got you. I got you. I got notes. I took notes, guys. I'm a professional. I got this. So. Mark does well. Only gives up one steal. And that steal was big though. Liz pounced right on it, got Fred Astaire. Or was it Fred astaire Or is that Mark what Mark guessed? Sorry, all these matches are running in and out, guys. But Mark gives up one steal. Do you have it, Dwayne? Oh, sorry. I thought I thought you were gonna thought you had it. No worries. (laughs) The panic looked on Dwayne's face. I was like, what do you got? (laughs) Uh But so Liz goes up, I believe she's up by four going into Gene Kelly. Thank you, Andrew. I appreciate that. Yeah, he guessed Fred Astaire. The answer was Gene Kelly. Two very talented people. So Liz goes up. So that's what? Four points for Mark to make it 13. Liz gets eight, 17. So she's up by four going into round three. Now, granted, you always want to be within five. If you're within five, you have a chance. You at least have a chance to push someone to their five pointer. If you're within six, if you're playing in a game like that, unless, you know, just something outside of someone's wheelhouse happens, most likely, and especially with competitors like Liz, Shannon Miller, and Mark Riley, they're going to get their two and their three. Now fives, there have been some curveball threes this year. There have definitely been some curveball fives. But with these two competitors at this level of competition, they're gonna get their th- their two and their three. So being within four, it's not where you wanna be, but it's within five and it's it's doable. You got a chance. You have a chance if you push them to make sure that they answer their five. So that's where we are. Mark gets his two. Mark barely pulls his three. The way Mark was answering these questions, I was watching this on replay and I was stressing out. I knew we had gotten the group text from the den. And I was like, I know Mark wins this match, but even the way he was answers, like, how, how does he, how does he win this match? He's, he's not answering the question. Like I was freaking out for Mark, even knowing the result because I watched the pay-per-view late but he pulls the five to make Liz answer her five. And she gets a tough one. Kevin Bacon is in what biopic? Turns out it's Frost Nixon. Now I understand where her head was at. I wouldn't, I've seen Frost Nixon, great movie. I don't know if I traditionally think of it as a biopic. Now, when you rewatch the movie, it definitely fits in the category. So it's a valid question, but you know, I'm thinking, you know, like biopic, like it centers around someone's entire life or biopic if you want to be fancy, but seeing Riley so locked in and just like seeing him so elated after getting that five, that's the Riley we all love. That's the Yodi that helped us fall in love with the game of Schmodown. And this is where he belongs and I, I, another person, and that's the the great thing about this game is that you never know who someone is going to play next. Granted, we always have, you know, like the mini teams tournament that's going on with, um you know, Rushmore and Lightning Time and Final Exam. We have some matches drawn up. But when it comes to singles outside of trivia you're like, who, who could they play next? And especially a competitor like Riley. Especially a competitor like Riley, who just like, He's played everybody. He's got the pedigree. He's got the name record. He's got everything going. So he the 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 sky is the limit for Riley, because he's got that base knowledge, and it's just about how much time he can put into studying in this game. It's about how much time he wants to put in, and seeing him come back like that, seeing him crush dance movies, only missing one, and not going to multiple choice once was so it was so great to see and i know that's where factions come into play you get that wheel in the morning and you're like you know what i need help on dance movies guys let's get in a zoom call let's do this thing and i know the den was was there for him quizzing him helping him out getting him ready for this match and coaching him up and that's where i love these factions it's because you know we never got the wheel that early but i feel like even if you did without factions you'd be like okay I've got dance movies. I've got 90s. Oh, man. Like, I'm, I'm just so overwhelmed. Like, okay. But now it's like, all right. Like, I know the den was in there. I know like Jader was taking 2000s. Peggy was taking dance. Silver Screeny was in there, you know, uh, helping out with Star Trek. You know, everyone was in there. And I know that happens for every competitor. Every competitor, once they get their wheel, I know the entire faction jumps in. It's like, I'll help you quiz on this. I got this wheel slice. Spin away from this. Everyone's in there strategizing, helping out the manager, helping out the player. And that's why I love these factions. Now, granted, we are going to have some changes next year. Nothing official has been announced. But Christian's been teasing on the Facebook group. Changes are coming. It's been put on the Reddit page, even in some of the Q&As he's done. Changes are coming. But I do hope these factions stay because that feeling of camaraderie is its irreplaceable because you truly don't feel like you're in it alone you know even if you've got like a good team out like you know shazam shazam was probably studying before factions and it it shows with their record but even now like we we've had coy twice on this show talk about how close the mercs are and you know bibbs is coming up with these like intricate star wars questions which are the most impossible to write by the way so big credit to bibbs for doing that so you have these factions really coming together to prepare their players Get them ready for the big matches for you. Okay, you got to win this one. All right, let's have fun with this one. Every single thing is being prepped for. And there are some changes coming, but sometimes like I really do love these factions because I know, I know for a fact that Den was in there quizzing Mark Riley about dance movies and that's why he did so well. That's why he was prepared for this. And so shout out to the Den as a team for getting this win. And it's a huge win by Riley. We take sole possession of fourth place right now. We're one point behind the Mercs in corruption. We've got Thomas Harper's big championship match coming coming in. Is he going to play Andrew DeMolanta? Is he going to play Laura Kelly? Who knows? It doesn't matter because he's going to win, baby. Thomas Harper, let's go. Saul has got his big collision match against Amaru Moses. And then the inevitable belt match when he wins that number one contenders match, baby. I said it, Saul, 100%. And then you've got me. At 0-4. Am I going to get any points for the faction? Who knows? I hope so. That'd be great. If I'm in the Intergeekdom tournament, I'll try. I'll probably be matched up against, like, Robert Parker or Mark Knopic or someone very good. But I've got faith, baby. Saul show's coming to collision. Hope you guys are ready. Oh, I'm so excited for that match. I can't wait. Saul's going to... Saul's gonna kill, I almost cussed. I almost cussed guys, but I did not do it. But we have one more match to talk about. And for that, I'd love to bring on our guest, the meme queen, the surprise star of the free-for-all, my MVP, take that Bateman. My MVP of the free-for-all, the meme queen, Jen Kemp. Jen, how you
1: doing? Hi, thanks for having me on, I'm good.
0: Of course, okay. Now, I got to ask the question that everyone has been asking since we saw you in the free for all, where is the game board background?
1: I mean, it's there. It's a little minimalized compared to the first appearance I made, but uh, yeah, I, I can't make that full wall because it literally did collapse at one point. So it was an imminent danger the entire time during my match. So probably was best that I scaled back. I mean, doesn't that make bit. you
0: play better? Just like the adrenaline pump that at <laughs> any time you could be buried by Parcheesi and, and Monopoly.
1: Yeah. Like I, I put my life on the line, but I think it added a little bit element of danger and it would have definitely added some clicks if it had happened. So right. Would have been memorable.
0: New free for all competitor gets buried live on like live on camera, not clickbait. <laughs> so Jen, you have your first teams match and this is your first match since the free for all. And the one thing that came out of Free for All, outside of Paul winning, outside of Ben, uh, you know, getting the MVP, the third thing was when is Jen gonna play? She was the only person that got the Great Valley. That was your that was your yeah, big pull. Of that match. that was on. so I was like, if anyone gets Great Valley, I was driving home after answering two questions and getting knocked out immediately. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's Great Valley. I watched this movie a thousand times, and just like someone pulled Valley, I was like they better not give him Valley. It's not the Valley; it's the Great Valley. So, have you been just like clamoring for a match? How has it been on Swag? Because you guys have so much. You got Shondru waiting, you know, for the IG title. You've got Paul with the Free for All Championship, so he can choose his shot at any moment. Final Exam just won their big teams match to play. Is it danger zone or are they playing lightning time? I, I don't know if that's been announced yet, but one of those two teams. So they, you swag has got a lot going for it. And lot to mention Laura Kelly's playing for the star Wars championship too. Hell so yeah. there's so many points on the table. Is it hard? Like getting your voice heard in such like a, like a championship style faction, because you know, the last time we saw you play was the IG tournament against Alex Damon, which you played very well in how has it been being in that faction with Winston with all these like championship belt level players?
1: I mean, yeah, like swag is like one big family. I love being part of swag. Uh, But yeah, like you said, we have so many people that not necessarily their record shows exactly how good they are, but like, they're all major contenders. So yeah, Mm -hmm. it's a little tough to be sitting there and like, be like oh I'd love to get a match but at the same time it's like I understand why these yeah. people are getting matches uh, but yeah like I I've never been like a big big personality or anything and like free-for-all was I was set up for success in that I got a very very late number so like I totally don't have any delusions of grandeur there but like yeah so I was just lucky enough to pull a really good number. And yeah, it's, it's tough because there's just so many players across the board, not even Justin Swag of you wanna see these personalities. Like I was so excited to see Silver Street finally get to play this season. So like, it's really tough when you come out and you don't get the win right away to really try to find that sweet spot to come back and try to get back in it. Uh, so yeah, so I was excited to play pretty much anything. But uh, to do teams, like that was a completely new dynamic because I've played in the fan leagues and I did have a team at one point, but it's completely different when you get to the Schmodon kind of level. So I was like, that's a fun thing that would probably take the pressure off a little bit and have a little bit more fun because when you have Vinny next to you, like he's just constantly snapping. So like it's easy to just kind of let everything loose so it's
0: fun yeah how like you know we have so many new teams forming with the draft and everything and you know like some teams you know are like okay i'm gonna draft this team and then other people are like oh this person's good this person's good let's see if they're good together how did how did you guys coalesce how did that come together you and vinny becoming pop quiz by the way shout out to all the team names or test names that swag has final exam midterms pop quiz Love it all. Honestly, it's great. Yeah. It's a great team name.
1: <laughs> we, we just love making you all relive that GPA trauma. Like that's right. really what we're going for. Like we can't necessarily get the win, but we can like really get your sting on that most memories. Uh, but yeah, so we, uh, yeah, like clearly we had final exam was our one team. That's like clearly set in stone. They are yeah. our 80, not way one team, uh, with a bullet. Uh, but yeah, like we had been like doing practices just for general kind of singles play, whatever, everybody just staying active, keeping the brain moving and everything. And like bit by bit, we're trying to figure out like, okay, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Who's going to balance out the best in terms of personalities? Like everyone in swag is a sweetheart, honestly. So it's like really hard to be like, oh, I don't want to play with that person. Uh, so (laughs) yeah. Um, but yeah, like we, we looked at it and it was like, oh, well, it was the four of us really, uh, of the midterms of Eric and Jonathan and me and Vinny and everything and it's like well we're all honestly are at a very similar style of play like we all feel like we're all any given Sunday if it's one on one like any one of us could win honestly we're all great players but then it's like oh well Eric and Jen kind of have this inner geekdom thing in their back pocket so they shouldn't be mashed up and it's like yeah so there was a lot of statistics and like trying to figure it out and it's like who's going to have the most fun kind of thing so yeah. Like, and we literally, we, we flipped a coin uh, to decide who was going to be in that first team's tournament. So no one really wanted to go up against danger zone. Yeah. It's like, who wants to win and who wants to lose? Uh, so, yeah. So, but we were just excited to get to a chance to play. Cause like once we decided that of who's going to play in that team's tournament, it's like, okay, so you guys, you're a team, you got <laughs> so yeah. we to wait. So we finally get to show people it's like, Hey, we're alive. We're still here. So,
0: so One, is there anyone on swag that starts with S and is there anyone on swag that starts with T? Can I, let me look at this real quick because I would love for it to be the SATs, it'd be like, you know, the S and T, like uh, that's just, it's just right there. Yeah. It's just know, right like, there. We
1: were, we were banding about a couple different names and then it was like, wait, why aren't we going after the same, like the theme? Well, clearly we've had a theme without yeah. even trying. So it's like, we should try something. And like Vinny was like, well, why don't we be like the cool kids table? And I was like, I have never in my life been a member of the cool kids table, Vinny. I don't think it was going to work out for me. Uh, but yeah, we was like, oh, it's Jen and Vinny. So maybe we're like the JV team because we're automatically going to be assumed to be like a JV team team for swag just because when you have final exam
0: yeah
1: it's gonna be that kind of level so but yeah like I once he said pop quiz I was like that's it I think that's it right there (laughs) so
0: oh extra credit would be good as well sorry I'm so focused on this so let's get into this match because you're going up against Jacoby Bancroft and Nick Harley Nick Harley fresh from the FCL championship so uh, Jacoby Bancroft one of the best looking rookies barely lost to Griffin Newman who threw another perfect game so you go in there and you throw a perfect round but both Nick and Jacoby both throw perfect rounds now we just saw with your team with your faction mates final exam they beat Rushmore because JTE missed one round one question were you sweating at all in this moment even though you're going perfect and this no shade at Vinny he just missed a question and that happens it lit like It happens all the time. Like, it's not a bad thing to miss a round one question, but nowadays it just, it's crazy how good everyone is. It's just crazy how good everyone is. So were you guys sweating at all? And had you discussed like, you know what, if we go down to round two, we're fine. Just keep playing our game. How are you guys feeling after round one?
1: Yeah, like honestly, uh, I always put a lot of pressure on myself of like, if I don't, if I get less than seven in round one, I'm mad at myself. So Same. I was like, really at that point, I was like, okay, it's fine, we're good, whatever. Uh, but I will, for the record, I will point out that once I went back and actually watched the match and everything to see what happened in round two, because we don't get to see what happens in their round. Um, sure. uh, I, I saw on the tape uh, of the, the first miss that Vinny had was the, the robot, Robocop question, and he wrote Judge Dredd. And if you watch the tape, I did the same thing of I wrote Judge Dredd and I immediately erase it and I write RoboCop, but I didn't know at the time that it looks like Nick and Jacoby do the same thing. And it's because and Vinny asked for the repeat and they did. What not was
0: the question? I I can't remember the exact it question. Was that you the, it was
1: uh, in what uh, film will you hear the quote uh, "Dead or alive, you're coming with me"? And it's like oh, immediately you're like okay, it's a, like a kind mm. of futuristic yeah. kind of situation. So you're in between the two, and I think Jacoby even said that it's like it's one of one or the other. Uh, and like I heard the, the voice in my head I'm like wait a second that's not Stallone we gotta fix this so so like I fixed it right away but it was not until Vinny asked for the repeat that you see Jacoby and Nick change their answers so you're that's welcome guys yeah we've
0: seen it so many times where like someone's like ah and then yeah, someone else like, the other person does the repeat and they're like thank you like yeah. so you don't use a repeat but and that's the thing is like you know even in old schmose big like, you know what is, is it worth using a repeat in round one? I don't know. It's one point, you know, possibly two if you know, the teammates miss, you know, round one's bigger in, in teams for sure. But we've seen so many people just like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just take this miss. I'll just take this miss and, you know, like use this guess. Now everyone's like, no, I need to get need a perfect it. <laughs> round. It's absolutely necessary. So you guys go into round two, they spin first, they get DreamWorks. Now, did you think DreamWorks was one of their wheel slices?
1: I I, uh, I don't necessarily think it was something that they put there, but I know that Jacoby is strong in that category. So once they hit that, I was like, all right, this isn't looking too great right now, just because they already had the lead going in there. But then they did have uh, an unfortunate miss, which it's like at the time, like you look at it, Trolls and Trolls too, like, yeah, that's a toss up. Oh, don't think about tour. it too hard because oh. he answered it very quickly. And it was like, oh, if he had thought about it for three more seconds, he would have got it. Yeah. Uh, But like, yeah, it was just, they were on a roll. So he's like, yeah, let's go. It's trolls, whatever. So that was very lucky for us that we got to step in and do that. Um, But yeah, like they, they were doing really strong. And my one complaint is that Jacoby said he's a big fan of Turbo. Like what, what the hell? Yeah. Like, come on. I I thought he was better than that. So I'm a little
0: i think he was like looking for like a sponsorship by dreamworks or something like that like maybe like you know like like maybe like a a turbo swag bag or something like that you know like maybe get a few free snails on the side under the table i don't know but yeah i've seen turbo more than once unfortunately and i i don't know why he's a big fan of that movie i didn't know that movie had big fans but you know we'll, we'll move on so you got and that's the thing about these teams matches that you're in, you're in the private stream yard. You're probably, you know, talking to Vinny and be like, yeah, we're doing okay. It's not, it's not the best wheel slice they could have landed on, but you know, it might not be the worst. And then you come back and you're down what? 12, 13?
1: Uh, I have no idea. Like, when I think it was first, 12. They were leading by two after round one, I think.
0: Uh, they were leading by three.
1: By three. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. At that, like at that point when I don't want to do the math in the moment. Yeah, so I'm like, I think it was just 12. We got to go lights out. That's all I know.
0: <laughs> I just remember like on your guys last question, you had a chance to tie. So I want to say that it's 12 or maybe it was, I think it might've been 14 because you guys get the steel. You guys get yes. the steal. Yes.
1: Steal. and i was and, actually
0: confused because mark at the time he
1: you, he brings us back in and like we're completely blind and he's like there's a challenge on the table it's like how can you possibly have a challenge about a dreamworks question so i was really in the moment i'm like oh what is it like i'm ready to debate because i'm all about the animated stuff so i was really excited to debate it. i was like oh never mind it's just a missed question <laughs> so yeah yeah
0: but yeah so you guys get this deal which is huge huge if that was like i said you know talking about in the seagulls match if you get a wheel slice or a slice you're confident in Nowadays, you are expected to go perfect. And especially in a team's match, and in a a moment where they really could have buried you guys. They could have been like, you know what, we're up three. Let's pile it on, we'll be up by 15 after this. But instead, they're not. And this is your guys' chance, and you spin opponent's choice.
1: Of course we do. Cause that's the, the luck that swag has had this season. Honestly, it's, it's we have, I don't think anyone of us has gotten a spinner's choice at this point, but we have multiple people gotten an opponents choice. So
0: now, now not to like dive too, too deep into strategy or like giving away like what you're good at or what your weaknesses are, but like, what was the pregame talk about Ed Harris? Was it like, I mean, this is a for sure spin away. This is a, maybe this is like a, let's contemplate it.
1: Yeah, like, for us, like, we felt pretty, between the two of us, we did feel pretty solid in most of the categories, honestly, but at this level and the way that everyone's been playing, particularly we've seen Jacoby and Nick coming through FCL, it's like, we want to go perfect, So like, that's what you're looking for, so it's like, once I saw that as a category, I'm like, I'm a fan. Like I, I am. I know I. I yeah. A there, Everyone's but like, a fan
0: of Ed Harris. No one yeah, dislikes like, the guy. I
1: was. I was mostly making a joke about FCL just because Nick was there and Vinny just had to lean into it really, really hard. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's. I have nothing against the man, but he does. He had the tendency to kind of take a paycheck in in the '90s and the early 2000s. So there were. I know that there's a lot of films in there. And I'm like. I haven't really seen these as much like you know that the main ones where he shows up and you're like hey it's Ed Harris but then he also whenever he's the lead it tends to be more of like an indie Sunday morning kind of film of like this is kind of the dad genre so yeah not necessarily my forte uh but between the two of us like we still navigated through it and it was just that last question that's exactly what I was worried about of like it's going to be one of
0: those yeah, you those generic kind of VHSs. So yeah. Those VHS things that you yeah. see at Blockbuster that all run together. They all have like the same color palette, all the same yep. like uh, text writing. And you're like, I don't I don't know what this movie is. Like <laughs> okay, Ed Harris, sure. Okay, cool. But yeah, it's one of it's you know, like that's another scary one that I don't think has been spun yet, but Angela Bassett, she's yes. just, just been she's just been she's there been for around. so long. She's got so many supporting roles. So many movies are in play with Angela Bassett that like, it's an intimidating wheel slice. And so it's just like, now I don't think Ed Harris has been spun before. So maybe that was like some consolation, like, okay, maybe these questions might be a tad shallow because they, they haven't been picked over. They haven't been spun yet. And you guys do well. I think you guys get 10 points in the round and only miss that last question going to multiple choice. So you only give up a one point steal too. So I think you go down three heading into the final round.
1: Yeah. Nothing had changed after round two. We're still down three, but that
0: has got to give you guys such confidence that they went perfect in round one. They got a wheel slice at the very least. One of the competitors was that was his wheel slice or he's very good at it. And then you guys get opponent's choice, something that you spun away from, and you're still within three. How were you guys feeling after round two?
1: Yeah, like at that point, we were like, okay, we survived. Like that was the main thing. It's like, please just don't get knocked out in round two. It was like, I was just just try to stay in there and hang on. So uh, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised that we only missed the one, honestly, because we did have to check down for one just because it was like a character name. And when it comes to Ed Harris character names, it's Ed Harris. I don't know what the actual character name is. So yeah, uh, but yeah, so we were feeling really good. And I was like, hey, this is still doable, especially because like so often when it gets to that final five pointer, people can just not know that film at all. And like, it's a little bit harder when there's two people on there, especially between Jacoby and Nick. It's clear that they have watched a variety of films. So they do have Mm -hmm. a wide berth. Uh, but even so, like, it can trip you up, so you never know. So at that point, yeah, I was like, this is still doable, we can do this, so yeah.
0: And Jen, you're from Boston, right? Yes, I am. Did anyone text you after this match and be like, I can't believe you had to go multiple choice on Gone Baby Gone?
1: I mean, <laughs> it, it's not the most Boston-y uh, of Boston films, and <laughs> for that one in particular, it's not exactly shedding a good light on the city. True, so, true, not,
0: not your most complimentary <laughs> Boston movie, if you ever want to... Yeah. Take a tour of Boston. Don't yeah, watch. And, Gone, and Baby I said Gone. it during
1: the. Match of, I'm pretty sure Ed Harris has played a cop like 20
0: times. So I'm like, <laughs> it could be. Anyone and Remy Brissant, like, what a name, too. Yeah. Like, I, I love that movie. So I was like, I think that's Gone Baby Gone. I don't know yeah. why he has like a Louisiana New Orleans name as Remy yeah. Brissant, but sure, we'll go with it. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: If, like it had been like Jack a hooligan or something. Like I was <laughs> like, yeah, okay, it's Gone Baby Gone, but absolutely.
0: Yeah. But um, so you guys going around three now? Had you guys discussed? You know, that, that's a question that is on everyone's mind nowadays because you have so many elite teams, two A players, two really good players, two under-the-radar players, however you want to call it. Who's going to take the two? Who's going to take the three? Had you guys discuss that beforehand?
1: I mean, we had discussed it a little bit, and it was really at the point because uh, we, we both have a little bit different backgrounds and everything. So it's like, essentially, it was going to be whoever feels like they're doing well and they're strong and they're rolling, like, go for the three. And particularly when the genre came up and it was like thriller, it's like that's kind of Vinny's bag. And like, so I yeah. was like, I was like, it really should be Vinny. I was like, I probably would get it. And once we hear the question, I was like, yeah, I probably should have taken it because uh, once we got to the three, unfortunately, I have not seen that film. So I was like, I'm pretty sure if anyone had got that, it might have been a different story. We actually would have pushed them to get answer their five, and who knows what happened there uh but yeah like at the time it seemed like the wise decision uh but yeah maybe not uh it's
0: all it's always so tough because there have been two pointers where i've been like what what is that like yeah i think like video drew's two-pointer about michael jackson or like i was like oh i kind of didn't know that one surprisingly but there is a lot of times you're like, oh, yeah, Vinny does like horror and thriller, but it is a two-pointer. So, you know, maybe I could get it, you know, something like that. It's always such a tough decision. And I know there's been like stuff, you know, on the Facebook group and stuff like, oh, you should get the ca- all three categories beforehand. Or, you know, the two and the three, because, you know, the five, you're going to, you're going to, but it's such a fun strategy. Yeah. It's such a fun thing to strategize about, like, who's going to take the tougher question and who's on fire. And, but I mean, but that's the thing. You, until this last Ed Harris question, you hadn't missed. So it wasn't a bad decision to give the hot hand the three-point question. Mm-hmm. That Like, it wasn't a bad decision. You just got unlucky. You Sometimes yeah. it works out, and you guys look like geniuses, and then other times it doesn't work out, and hindsight is twenty twenty. But you guys nailed the five-pointer with ease. But then when you heard Jacoby's three-pointer, did you think he was going to pull it, or did you think maybe, just maybe we'll push them to the five?
1: yeah like I I knew it right away because I have been saying for a long time it's like oh that's like maybe this time for me because that's just I it's what, like honestly I've been very unlucky which once again I picked that number for the three so I was like yeah maybe I should stop picking numbers I was like Winston can you just tell me what number you want me to pick and like maybe that'll help me or at least take the guilt off of me and then I can blame him later uh but yeah like once Jacoby uh like the first run it I was like I feel like he might know this but at the same time I was like it's kind of a lesser watched film it's a little bit older people haven't necessarily seen it uh and then he asked for the repeat so I actually thought he had it right away but he asked the repeat and I was like this might be a thing because uh he did he uh the blackjack match they hit musicals and they did struggle through that a little bit so I was like, yeah hey, it's doable I was like he, he might not have it but then He thought it through. He specifically like picked through the words. and was like, okay, master ceremonies. That sounds like a cabaret kind of thing. And it was like, yeah, okay. So he's getting there. Yeah.
0: So what is the future of pop quiz? Like, are you guys, are you, you said you're going to be in the team's tournament, right? Uh, or possibly, I don't, you know, what I don't we're know. On the table,
1: uh, on like, the table,
0: is yeah. there a third team for swag uh, that's uh, out there that hasn't been announced yet? No, which okay. is a
1: shame because, like, we we have a lot of great players, and like, we I'd love to see Bradley get another match and everything because he was very early in the season and he did have yeah. to go up in free for all, but he went up against like a titan table oh my on gosh night. his table so i was, was like, like once he saw that i was like oh brad i'm so sorry uh so i was like if if we had been switched like brad probably would have been in the finals with ben and paul so yeah uh but yeah i'd love to see another team but i think currently on the books we do not have a registered team because there's honestly not a lot of room because <laughs> like yeah benny and i had been sitting there as a team for a while and it's like we haven't played so yeah at this moment uh we are in potential so there will be talks and everything so but like between the two of us, uh, I think like the records are very similar. Like clearly we both lost, but we both did very, very well. You yes, both uh, did and, very well. Yeah. So they went up against people that were known entities. Clearly they were a new team, but they like clearly have the bigger rep, but Jacoby has been killing it. And Nick came through and like, yeah, so it's honestly like, at this point it might be another coin toss <laughs> to decide because it's just
0: yeah how do those decisions go do you guys are you guys gonna like play a an inner faction teams match to see who wins and then I mean, we, come out on top
1: we've played uh some practice matches and everything but like that doesn't necessarily decide <laughs> it's more of just a fun little thing to push each other and like talks back so yeah like it's fun but uh It'll definitely be a team decision down the line. That tends to be whatever we do in swag. It's a community. We all talk it through.
0: Now you have your first singles match in a while playing Felix Morit coming up. Is that the Thursday match or the Friday match?
1: I believe it's the Thursday match.
0: Thursday match. How have you prepared for singles more than teams or inner geekdom? Because those are like, oh, you know, I've got my teammate. I can lean on them if I need to, you know, two heads are better than one. And the inner geekdom. You've got the list of movies right there. You just have to crazy deep dive and, you know, take 150 flashcards on each of them. So it's not easy, but how do you study every movie ever made by yourself?
1: Yeah. Like back when I was in the fan leagues and everything, that was kind of a thing of, I didn't study. I just watched a lot of movies, but like now that we're in Schmodown, it's like, yeah, you got to do the work because that's what people are doing now is you've got to really go in and try to tighten up the areas where you're struggling a little bit. So like we as a faction like we're all constantly asking each other questions and everything and pushing each other uh and yeah it's just going and trying to find those weaknesses and slowly rectify that and then also find like niche kind of categories against people that you think maybe that's where they'll struggle and that's where I can kind of heighten my options and everything uh but yeah like I was excited for uh, Felix because like I had seen his like promos and everything as a rookie I was like this is a fun character i'm excited just to see him play period so it's like oh it's fun and at the same time it's once again i'm going up against the stars so like roxy is like i feel like kind of like the 10th man on the stars because roxy keeps going to me just to get a point and like (laughs) i push her people but i still give them the points at the end of the day so uh yeah so it's going to be a lot of fun i'm really excited to see how it turns out
0: now What's it been like just being in swag, like studying, being a part of a faction because uh, where what faction were you on last year? I'm so sorry. Last year I was
1: on The Usual Suspects.
0: The Usual Suspects. How has it been different? Now I'm not looking for any tea or drama or anything like that, but how has it been different? Because I do feel like, you know, last year everyone was kind of like, what are these factions? Are we studying together? Like, yeah, you're my faction mate, but like, unless you're like my actual like team, teammate, it maybe we're not hanging out too much. But this year everyone's like we're always in zoom calls we're always studying we're always doing this doing that and has it been like that with swag this year like is have you seen like this this major difference in faction mates
1: oh definitely like like it helped definitely that uh, everyone was stuck at home and we're yeah, all very true. lonely <laughs> so it was more of like at this point it's like can this be a social call with like a couple of questions thrown in uh, so yeah, like we're, we're always excited to see each other and just like say like, hey, how's it going and also like do you know this answer kind of stuff so yeah but at the same time like I've always just been someone that I just enjoy movies I enjoy movie trivia I like to see like if I can be challenged and see how I do and everything, but then like coming into swag, uh, just between the combination of uh, Chandra and Paul like they have a whole like analytics thing and I'm like oh wow okay like you really like they study the game instead of studying for the game. So it was like a whole other side that like personally I wasn't doing beforehand. Uh, so yeah, like learned a lot through that. And it's just the support has been phenomenal. And like, I'm ex- everyone's always excited when someone gets a match announced. It's like, yeah, let's do this. What do you need? Like kind of thing. So it's one big family and yeah, it's fun. Like the factions, like I know it's gonna change next year and everything, but it definitely was something that was needed for the digital age. And I think it helped everyone honestly, yeah the board. it definitely
0: helped everyone for especially sure especially with
1: all the rookies coming in and everything too because imagine like being a rookie and not like having to introduce yourself without actually being in the room with these people and it's like so it helps so much and the rookie class this year is like phenomenal so i'm like so excited to see how it turns out next season
0: now how is your inner geekdom game going because you're definitely on the table for this tournament you know if sean let's say sean uh beats mike in this championship match and you know, I don't. We still don't know the timing of the Inner tournament, but I'm guessing this match is going to decide like if if Mike and Chandra are in the tournament. Chandra wins, so he's out. You've got Zipper, you've got you, and you've got possibly Paulo Yama. Paul played last year, just like you played last year. Went up against Chance, who you know won the tournament. You went up against Alex Damon, who had a number one contenders match this year. So you guys didn't lose to slouches in any way, shape, or form. So how's that discussion been going? And how is how much has your game improved with someone like Paul Oyama, who money balls the game, who just analyzed the game down to you know crossing every T, dotting every I, and then Chandru the first person to defend the inner Geekdom belt since Jason Inman, and is already playing in yet another championship match.
1: Yeah, like I, I assume at this point that Chandru's gonna win, just because the way I've seen him in practice and everything, like that honestly it's good he's he's good man like, like being in a practice with him uh when we're all just trying to answer the questions it's like your confidence <laughs> tends to go down every time <laughs> the same thing with with like, i sit in with laura and ace and everything it's like oh these people know their stuff like this is really hard uh but yeah like i like uh, i liked being in inner geekdom and everything and it's definitely something i want to return to uh but yeah like i always feel like I'm stronger in the singles and teams just because it's like I watch pretty much anything you put in front of me whereas there are so many players now that are specialists when it comes to inner geekdom when it comes to Star Wars and everything so it is definitely a completely different way of studying and and sitting down and like you kind of regiment yourself of you are not allowed to watch (laughs) movies outside of this fact so like when I for my first match when I found out that I was playing Damon I was like oh I really need to put in the work because it's like I like it was gonna I knew it was gonna be a tough match and I was like I just want to show that I can do this so I did spend a lot of time going through and like watching movies I'd never seen before and like I had never been a Star Trek person and that was never like that was known in the family except if I hit Star Trek I'm dead kind of stuff but I was like I sat down and I learned all that stuff. So when he spun it and he got on, I was like, I'm ready to steal. Give it to <laughs> right. me. I'm ready. Uh, but so it was a little demoralizing putting all that work in and then like just coming so close, but no cigar. Uh but yeah, like it is something that I definitely want to return to. And it's just looking at the table of I assume Chandru will win. (laughs) So, but at the same time.
0: We're we're playing it as if Chandru wins the belt right now. I assume
1: he'll win because, oh my God. Uh, But
0: yeah, like. It also would be weird to be like, I don't know, Mike's got a chance when you're literally on Chandru's team. (laughs) Uh,
1: But like between the three of us, of me and Paul and Zip, like again. Is Ace in the
0: mix at all or is he like only focused on Star Wars right now. Ace
1: is zeroed in. Like he wants okay. Star Wars. I know down the line, I want to see him go back to Interdictum because I think he definitely has a shot, like especially because the keeps evolving as they keep adding these new categories and everything. And like, it'll be interesting to see the people that have played before how they do in the new format kind of stuff. So like the same thing with me of like, that's a whole uh, other genre has been picked up in all these new categories. So it's like, I would have to study more stuff. Uh, but yeah, so between the three of us, it's like on- for me and Zipper and Paul it's like yeah we're all feel like we're solid and we're good and at any time one of us could beat another i feel like Paul does not get enough credit when it comes to inner geekdom cuz it's like you just it's everyone's like he's so good in singles and teams that you don't you forget but like he knows his stuff in intergeekdom. So like people don't really I think that's a good a problem
0: to have though. Is that like, he's so good he's at so everything good. else he does. People forget that he can be good at intergeekdom. Like if someone overlooks me in intergeekdom, cause I'm so good in singles and teams. I think I'd, I think I'd be able to sleep at night, honestly.
1: <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, like it's any one of us, I think could have a strong contender chance in there, but I think like, I, I can't, I don't know everyone's records off the top of my head, but I know like, also a factor is like i'm pretty sure our records are all kind of similar so like we'd probably be seated very similarly against a higher opponent because we have losses so yeah it's, so it's a little tricky and we'll figure it out as we go forward but i think we're all excited to play an in inner geekdom again like i think zip is the only one that had an energy match from us this season so far yeah uh so like he's had one but that was a long time ago
0: again so it was like, a long time yeah. ago
1: Yeah. So time just keeps marching on. Uh, But yeah, like we all just, everybody wants to play. Everyone wants to show their stuff and everyone's wants to get swag out of the hole, honestly, because like we've been down at the bottom right now. And I think we are dead last right now, but if you're not first, you're last. So essentially Dungeons winning, everyone else is just
0: chasing. You guys are in last with 13 points, but you know, it, corruption was uh, the same place last year around this time as well. And it was these tournaments that turned them around. You know, Adam Collins going crazy, Chance and Mike going crazy. So you guys have a chance to, like, I don't want to say redeem yourself, but make a comeback. Because, again, now I'm going to ask you, and you're not going to answer, but everyone is wondering, what the hell is Paul going to do with his free-for-all shot? Is he going to, like, say the worst happens, and Chandru, uh because we know we, it's been confirmed that that's going to be a Star Wars cantina match. So let's say it goes overtime and Chandra loses by you know one letter in uh, an overtime match. Does Paul just kick down scum and villainy's door and be like, "I challenge the Mike to another five round inner geek to match right now," or is he is he biting his time because final exam is up there, possibly one or two matches away from a team's title, Paul? I'm guessing is going to be in the singles tournament. So is he waiting to like possibly lose in the singles tournament, possibly lose, you know, with final exam, like he's biding his time and it's upsetting me and it's upsetting the fandom. (laughs) And I'm going to guilt trip Paul into letting everyone know what he's going to do with this free-for-all shot. Jen, give me something. (laughs)
1: I mean, Paul, like he has so many options and that's the main problem why we can't figure out what he's doing because he plays close to the vest. Like he, he has a lot of ways that he could potentially get a titles match, like in any <laughs> tournament, like at any time. So like, it's, it's something that it's very valuable to have in your back pocket. I would love to see that happen. Like, I don't, wouldn't love it because I would like charge to win. Uh, but like, just to have. But there's Erwin and
0: secretly. Merle too. Erwin will play the next week and That's he could do true. the same thing. So, could, you know, like Ethan Irwin wins another 51 50 match or something like that. And Paul's like, Oh, guess what? You're not done, Sonny. It's my time. It's payback yeah. time. I mean, if there's hackers out there that can like figure
1: out Paul's finances, because he, he does have to like figure out a trip from Hawaii to get to Cantina to begin
0: with. But well, uh, yeah. <laughs> knowing Paul, he'd pay all cash. He'd keep it off the books. Like he'd go through like this third party shady vendor or something like that to make sure that literally no one, not even Christian knew he was going to show up at scum and villainy. Like he, he yeah, like exactly what Neurkron saying. He's, he's uh, buying a ticket under the name, Saul Broyama. And that's, that's who's going to be like, he's going to be like, he's already got a mustache, but he's going to put on an even bigger mustache and like a rip pair off, of aviators yeah. rip off the mustache to reveal his mustache. <laughs> But is like, have you guys been strategizing around the possibility that at any time Paul can be playing for a belt?
1: I mean, yeah, like we've talked about it and like, yeah, at the end of the day, it's something that he won, like it's his thing. (laughs) So it's down to him. But like every once in a while, it's like, you know, Paul, we've been struggling a little bit when it comes to points. Maybe you want to cash in at some point. But like, yeah, like he just, he has so many options and it's like so hard to decide like how to predict where it's going to shake out down the line, who would you actually be competing against to get a belt and everything. So when the time is right, uh, I think Paul would make the right decision and strike uh, as needed, just because he watches everything. He sees everything. So the decision will be his, and it is definitely going to be the right decision because that's what Paul does smooth operator.
0: Now, is there an outside chance because it's good for a year of fruit for all was March ish what is time? I don't know. Um, is there a possibility he waits till next season to cash it in?
1: I mean, that's, it is uh, an option. It is fair, uh, especially because we don't know what factions are going to look like next year. And it's like, you might want to hold on to something like that in case of like strange draft kind of dealings in the background. So yeah, it, it is something that it makes him a valuable property. Not that he isn't already that. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So it, it could go in either way. And, uh, yeah, I like, I'm just excited to see him play whenever. So whenever he wants to cash that in, I'm excited to see it happen.
0: Now going back to you, if you don't get in the inner geekdom tournament, um, I'm like, uh I have full faith in you about this match against Felix. Who do you want to play next either in singles or your first inner match of the year? Like say it's outside the tournament, you know, who knows where it's going to lead. It's just an inner match. Like, you know, like zip got earlier this year with Brandon, Hannah, who do you want to play in inner Geekdom?
1: I mean, I I mostly just want to play. <laughs> number yeah, one, we
0: all want to uh, play. But,
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I'd love to see um, Taylor Robinson get another shot because she she has put in so much work. Uh,
0: and like, I see her on Twitter. She's she just grown like, through all the transformers every day, movies. doing a new yeah.
1: movie. Like so, I'm like, I'd love to see her get another shot because like that way, I'm like, I she's also like she's just a great person. So I'd love to see her she's good again. Period. And I think it would be a fun dynamic, and I think it would be good for either one of us because, it's like, at this point, we're both in the need of a win. So I think that'd be something uh, fun to see. But yeah, it, like at the end of the day, I'm like, throw whatever you want at me. I'm excited to play. So it's like anybody.
0: I like it, and that and that's the thing is that. Are we back, y'all? I think it was Saul Broyama that took down the stream. We were talking too much about his plans with the free for all title shot, and he just wasn't having it. And you know what, Saul? I see you, and I'll see you at Scum and Villainy. I know your plans now. You can't silence us forever. But, Jen, what were we talking about? We were talking about you staying ready because at the time, at any moment, you could get the call from the commission, from the chairman, be like, hey, you're playing. And you know what? That's kind of what happened. You literally got a pop quiz. Your team name is pop quiz. And you guys got a pop quiz. How has that been this season? Just like staying ready, constantly studying, but never knowing when you're going to play.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's been a game of double Dutch. And I just can never quite get in there. there, So now, now, no, uh, but like, yeah, like we, we keep practicing and everything and we keep getting whoever has a match ready. So like, I'm, I'm always there. And like, going along and i'm still watching movies because that's what i do uh so yeah and then all of a sudden it was like hey it's happening you have pop quiz and then hey it's happening very quick turnaround of you have your singles tournament uh your singles match uh with felix so like it was exciting just because like i had nothing and then someone's like right away ba-boom so uh yeah it was exciting to get it back into gear and yeah a little nerve-wracking just because right after the free-for-all everyone was like oh you're gonna get a singles match definitely because like you were kind of a thing so like you're gonna get it and like for a very long time it was like oh i'm probably gonna go up against uh kim because like she was amazing so i was like, I wa- so excited I've to see her i've and been was saying little, that
0: since day one like, yeah i, I was excited
1: because i was like oh most likely it'll be that match and it's like oh it's gonna be really rough but it'll be really fun uh so i do hope to see her uh coming up but i i got mine so i'm excited
0: Nice. Now, when it comes to the singles tournament, you guys have a plethora of possible candidates. You've got Paul, you've got Lon, you got Zip, you've got Vinny, you've got Haley, you've got yourself, you got Jonathan Harris, you got Bradley Tingle, you got Frank Moran. How has that conversation been? And I know, like, I I asked this for everybody. I asked Coy last week because everybody has at least five or six people they could put in a singles tournament. How has that conversation been in swag of, like, Has it been very poly, I'm like very methodical. Like, no, here's the analytics, like minority (laughs) report, like this, here's your round two, this is the stats or has it, you know, like you guys are a family, you guys are a faction. Like, how has it been uh, talking about that?
1: I mean, it's really tough because yeah, we only have three players that are specialized, not in singles. So like, it's like anyone else is on the table and it's like, yeah, like we have a lot of faith in all of our competitors. So it's like any one of us could have a strong run through that tournament. And then you look at like, who's played a lot, who hasn't played at all. Haley has not played at all. And she is fantastic. So it's like, I would love to see her get to play, but she's also a very busy woman. So I understand. Uh, But at the same time, it's like I'd love to see those personalities that we haven't seen this season. Uh, But yeah, like I, I'd love to see Bradley get another shot. And like, you can't not put Paul in like you did, like he has the free for all ticket in his back pocket but it's like would you really believe it as a real tournament if he's not in it so yeah because i mean you guys need the points no
0: matter where they come from you guys need some points right now
1: (laughs) yeah like it's like if we really want to make those points like who do you think is going to maximize the points because like yeah like paul like he might not be admitting it but i'm sure he's got his big board on the wall of like okay if who's going to be matched up against this person and everything based on your records and who do you think you have the best shot against and everything and like yeah so like it's it's stats on stats on stats uh and unfortunately like there's only four slots so it might be a series of flip coin flips but it might also be some uh paul strategery in the background and it's it's tough but at the same time like i'm excited to see anyone like go on a tear through the tournament i'd love to get a shot at it but like mm-hmm. i also realize that I have a singles match right now after having nothing. So like, like I, I'm I feel confident in being in it, but also I understand to take a step back if other people are excited to play. Cause honestly, everyone wants to play. (laughs) So it's really, it's a tough decision, but yeah.
0: Now, are you treating this as almost like, like a tryout for the singles tournament? Like, Hey, this is why I should be in the singles tournament.
1: I mean, I was a little disappointed because at this point I was like, you know, Winston, maybe you should just put me in Star Wars and I can be the first person to have a loss in every division. Every that, division that be a new thing. I'd be like, come on. I'm like, if I want to be in the record books, I think that's my best bet right now. Uh, but unfortunately, yeah. Like, I. All right. Me point, and Jen
0: Kemp in Star <laughs> Wars. Go. The The loser's the real winner here. It's going to be like a game of golf.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh but yeah like um what was the question i don't even remember
0: <laughs> oh just like this upcoming match like are you treating it as like not a tryout because like you've proven yourself in the showdown but just yeah. for this singles tournament because it's so it's four people on a faction that you guys have one two three four five six seven <laughs> eight like yeah there's so many people
1: <laughs> yeah like this is more of just a redemption thing for me at this point just to make me believe that i can win like i know like in, in my heart of hearts, I'm my biggest critic and everything. And it's like, if I lose a match, I'm like, yeah, I lost a match. I'm a loser. That's what happens. Uh, so like, I haven't been super lucky in any of my matches, but I have stayed in there and survived and like hung on and shown that I do know my stuff. It's just a matter of getting lucky, especially when it comes yeah. to round two and round three. So like I keep putting the work in and hopefully it'll pay off in the end, but yeah, it's mostly just, I liked the fact that it's like, I get a singles match. You get to remember that I'm a thing. <laughs> like that's really what it is. And for Felix too, of he was like a fun personality and I wanted to see him and it took this long to get him out there. So I'm excited to see how it goes down. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. So we both really need a win. That's what it is because the rookies have been so strong that at this point coming in as one of the, like the final rookies that hasn't played yet, it's like, you need to come in and like really make your mark and show that like, I can be here, uh, So he needs it. I feel like I probably needed a little bit more (laughs) just because I am a sophomore. So I don't even have that rookie buzz. So it's like, so it's really for me, it's like, I know when I go out there, I wanna do the best that I can do. I wanna hit those questions where I know I know it. If I haven't seen the film, I don't feel so bad about it. But it's like, when something's like, I just couldn't quite get there, it kills me. So I really just wanna do the best that I can do. And Felix, unfortunately, is there, so- (laughs)
0: I think it's going to be a great match. I'm super excited for Thursday and I I think you're going to kill it. And that's the thing is that especially in this game where we're not all answering the same questions, you know, like how, what, like there's so much now granted there has been a lot of strategy and skill involved in this game and you still have to know your stuff. But if you just happen to pick three instead of four and you get classics instead of your literal wheel slice or something like that, then like, if I, if I got classics rather than, a Middle Earth five pointer, I, it's a little bit of unlucky right there yeah. for me. I think I'd get a Middle Earth five pointer, and I wouldn't get a, a Classics five pointer. It happens. Yeah. Happens. That's to the everybody. worst feeling
1: when the, the your opponent gets the stuff that you love. It's yeah. like it's like please.
0: <laughs> That's all oh, I, I, want. Yeah. I am. I will campaign for the shirt the I knew their five pointer. Yeah, like because that is <laughs> definitely it, everyone has said it. It's happened to literally everybody. We're like, you know what? If I had chosen six instead of seven for my five pointer it'd be my match. And it, it just happens that way. And so there is quite a bit of luck involved in this game where you're depending on a random wheel algorithm, or if in studio, how hard you spin it. And then even studio or digital, you're depending on the three numbers that you have no idea what's behind those mystery doors. So luck will eventually become on your side. Jen, I'm really pulling for you. Is there anything you want to plug before you get out of here?
1: Uh, no, you can find me Jen Kemp at JK meme queen on Twitter and letterbox, which I don't update. That might be strategic. It might be me being lazy, but we'll let you decide.
0: I'll let you decide. I like that. Yes. I don't update my letterbox because of strategy. I don't want you knowing what I'm, what I'm doing, but thank you so much, Jen, for joining us for this hour. Appreciate you hanging out through the technical difficulties and good luck on Thursday. I'm really rooting for you. Thank you. Have a good night. All right. We have one stream lab before we get out of here. Y'all from rats and King. Thank you so much for the solo stream lab. When I did the math on Riley, I don't get why so many people thought that he was done. His losses were Dan Merle twice, Roca twice, Snyder twice. And the other three were Bateman guy and Stacy, everyone else he's beaten. Exactly. Riley's been there, done that with almost everyone in the league and, We had full faith in him. That's why we drafted him where we did. We couldn't believe that he was still available by the time we got to him. So he's a steal in my book and I can't wait to see what he does next. Alrighty guys. The last thing I have to plug right now is for the schmo down itself. Tickets are still on sale for the cantina matches. Go get them. It will be mask mandated. So make sure you guys, one, you should always be vaccinated for this. Please go get vaccinated. And two, Bring your favorite mask because they will be mask mandated whether you are eating or drinking in the cantina. L.A. went back to that. Travel safely, wear a mask, wash your hands, do all the things. But I am so excited for we already felt we were going back in the studio for Collision. I can't wait to go back in studio for these cantina matches. We're going to be filming four on August 1st. And is it August 14th, Uh, Dwayne, the other cantina day? August 14th. So, and we have two championship matches. Uh, we've got the Intergeekdom Championship match on August 1st with Mike and Chandru. And then we've got the Singles Championship match on August 14th with Dan Merle and Ethan Irwin. One is a match that has been waiting for so long. They feuded in Intergeekdom. They feuded on Twitter. They feuded everywhere. They have wanted a piece of each other for so long. I can't wait to see Chandru versus Mike. And two is a match that I believe this is the third time they will have matched up and, or fourth time. Someone correct me on that. I don't know if it's the the third or fourth time that Ethan and Dan has been against each other, but I'm gonna say the third because I know for sure this is at least the third time. So I'm super excited for both. And yes, there will also be three other matches on both days. It's the fourth time? Okay, I knew I was wrong. I love being wrong on this show. Fourth time, even better. And the first will also have three unspecified tournament matches. So, y'all, these tickets are worth their weight in gold. Go get them. That is going to be it for the day, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with me, Dwayne, and the Meme Queen. I appreciate everybody. Rats and King, thank you so much for your super chat. I appreciate you. Have a good day, guys. Go get them. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash schmodown. The page for Brady, Rachel Silver, streaming match is up right now. Go check that out. And we will see you guys next week with some more backstage goodness. Maybe Bateman will be back. Maybe he won't be. Who knows? Thanks so much for hanging out, y'all. Peace. We got the Star Wars Championship today on FCL, 3 p.m. Twitch.tv slash Go get them.